Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode on my podcast, Wellness with Sylvie. And I'm your host, Sylvie. And I am so excited because today we have a very, very exciting episode for you. And we have a guest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first guest on my show, and I'm so excited. Um, so I'm just going to tell you a bit about my guest. Her name is Linda Chepkimoy, a.k.a. Memo. So at work, we call her Memo. She is a friend, a colleague, and she is joining us here today. Linda, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, so yeah. Thank you. So tell me a bit about yourself and what is your story? Um, so thank you, Sylvie, for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, this is a privilege and exciting. I'm looking forward to having fun with you today. Um, so Linda, I, I, I would say I'm a simple Kipsigis girl mm-hmm. with a childlike spirit. Okay. Uh, who tea, whose love for tea, especially cardamom and ginger tea, is that much. <laughs> I um I am a lifelong learner and very passionate about uh, people and seeing them explore their fullest potential. But uh, when I'm not coaching or training or otherwise working, I like to pursue knowledge and learning, except, of course, when there's an animation movie or I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a bit about me. Okay, yeah. so I I keep seeing this girl who obviously fits into the stereotype of enjoying her her, her tea here now and then. Yeah, I can have tea anywhere, anytime. Really? <laughs> so can you go a whole day without tea? No, I get headaches. Oh my god! So you're addicted, basically. Yeah, it's yes, it it's a it's a good addiction. Okay. <laughs> well, at least it's not bad addictions like you know the other ones which we shall not name, but um. Yes. Yeah, so Memo, I'm so happy that you have graced, um, graced us with your presence and that you're here to just talk um, to me and to all the listeners about who you are and some of the learnings you've had in your life and, you know, touch mm-hmm. on some areas in regards to um, our biggest wins, our biggest failures, who you are, just a bit of fun we're going to have here and then. And obviously, because, you know, yeah. we, we are still... Uh, touching on the COVID-19 series, I'm definitely going to pick your brains on, on how you feel about the situation, some of the things you've done to sure. help um, overcome the hardships um, and yeah. how you've just basically been managing with these tough times. But before mm-hmm. we get into all of that, um, yeah. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, so yeah. you've told me a bit about yourself, which is great. Um, so I have a bit of a challenging question for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what's the biggest challenge you have with your specific role right now in, in where you work right now? And what are you doing to overcome it? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> By right now, we mean as of today. <laughs> I mean as of this, this single second, this minute right here, right now. Oh, wow. Uh, so my role entails um, coaching the people officers at Cloud Factory, so more people management, so coaching, mentoring them, supporting them in their role, um, and, and also building them up professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. So the challenge that I can think of right now is how do I keep finding challenges in what I do? I came to realize that I thrive more when there's something I have not mastered. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. So I'll try something this quarter, 
And but I don't want to do it again next quarter. And to see, um, how how can I improve it? How how can it be better? So I try to improve processes. You know, come up with new ideas, try out new things. And no matter how small. So I believe in the Kaizen uh, principle or philosophy of small incremental changes. Mm. Um, so I I try new I tweaking a few things here and there, and then set higher goals for myself. So at the moment, it is the challenge has been how do I continue to find challenges in what I do, and then how do I also bring out the best in my team, and how do I make sure that they also challenge me at the same time? Because when you're coaching, you you that the other person has to meet you halfway. You're not always pushing. <laughs> so, um, so what I do is I try to really understand what exactly is the challenge, what is missing. And then once I have identified that, I set very specific goals and timelines, and one major achievement with that um, that I want to work on uh, by a specific time. That always gives me the drive to 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 get excited about achieving that. And then yeah, so I like challenges. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. in many ways, um, you feel as though when you when you don't have enough on your plate, or you feel as though you're not working hard enough uh, in 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 memo terms, you, you yeah. start to sort of uh, back out or, or as we say, maybe start abdicate. to abdicate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also remember the earliest memory of that aspect about me was when I was interning at a, a specific place. Um, and they renewed my contract, but I told my supervisor, I don't want to come back because I feel underutilized. There's okay. no challenge here. They, I know yeah. I get something at the end of the month. And I can say I work in a place and I can use that time to do my other things. But he, but my supervisor was not able to challenge me or give me the tasks that um, I needed to, <laughs> to do at that, at, at, at that moment. So I had to tell him, if you are renewing my contract, then add more to my plate. If not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't come back. So I, I really, I love it when at the end of the day, I am tired and I feel like yeah. I've achieved something and I have, you know, um, given more and I'm just oh, wondering, how do I figure this thing out? How do I do this? You know, there's something to keep you going, not just, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know the feeling. I definitely am somebody who, you know, needs a challenge to, to thrive um and more so the challenge has to be external, but also I take on the challenge and then make it my own um and that's yeah. how i feel like i i do the best um so speaking of challenges obviously um yeah. now on top of just the fact that we have to work um and we are in this situation where we are not allowed to be in the same proximity as all our colleagues and we're working remotely we're yes. having zoom meetings from 9am to 4pm um how are you coping with this new challenge we've been we've been thrown with, right? So while other external challenges have been removed, like commuting and um, you know not necessarily having to be on a go 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 uh, lifestyle, what do you think this this new situation has brought onto us? Like, what challenges are we now facing, or rather, what challenges are you facing? Um, so definitely, the first challenge is the fact that you can't move about as before you don't have that freedom it's almost like the rest uh but now when it comes to work i find that i started overworking myself 
you have more time on your hands, there are more tasks to do, um, there are more Zoom calls in a day, so you'd find that half of your, most of your day is Zoom calls and then you get to do your to-dos at the end of that day. So you extend your working hours to much later or very early in the morning. You're always thinking about work because that's the only to-go thing at the moment. You have nowhere else to go. <laughs> so the, So I started overworking myself and I got really exhausted. I got really yeah. exhausted. I got really tired of my space. I felt like my space was shrinking a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, you know, physical, you know, back pain. So I started working yeah. out, yes, but then it's not the same, you know? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I feel that my body still wants more than this. <laughs> so yeah. I, so the first routine that I had the only worked the first month and then the fatigue came in mm-hmm. um, and then I had to rethink. I'm thinking I need to rest. I need to schedule rest. I need to be more intentional about resting and I yeah. need to really have clear timelines. I start this time. I finish this time. I can push um, what is undone to the next day. And just yeah. what what exercises work for me? What else can I can I do to occupy myself? even in the house. So being more creative about that has helped. But really the overworking was a major challenge and then also the physical challenge because you your restrict your movement is restricted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um obviously you've spoken about like you know doing your physical exercises and scheduling rest. Um I also spoke about this um in a, f- a few of my first episodes about how it's so important for you to schedule taking time off your laptop um and uh trying not to do too many things at once at once rather so um what kind of maybe you could just tell us the kinds of exercises you do like do you do you do yoga or do you do more like high intensity fitness or exactly what 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 would you recommend or what does what what works for linda uh so (laughs) what works for linda is full body workouts i got Mm -hmm. really i found really nice uh workout videos on youtube so I, i created a playlist I like full body workouts, a few heat exercises here and there that make you sweat. Sometimes mm-hmm. I need that at least once a week. So I yeah. do full body workouts and then I discovered boosted walking. So fitness walking really is really nice and really exciting. I do oh, that. Very nice. Um, And then just evening walks. So boosted walking, full body workouts um, is what, and a few heat workouts here and there. Mm-hmm. Do it for me. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So you like yeah. challenges in all aspects of your life, I see. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's funny how you begin, you discover yourself as well yeah, <laughs> under lockdown. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. think you're, you're thrown into a situation like now where you have to spend so much time with yourself. And if I understand correctly, you live on your own, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so I'm guessing for you, it's even more of a, okay, it's me and me and me and me. You know what I mean? I wake up by myself, I eat by myself, I go on my walk by myself, I exercise by myself, and at the end of the day, I go to bed by myself. So um, obviously, that can be quite challenging, especially now that you don't really have, or you you have very limited outside um, stimuli from people. Mm -hmm. But so... Apart from exercising, in terms of just your your mind uh, your mind exercise or your mind relaxation, is there anything yeah. specific that you do um, on, on a more spiritual level? Um, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so other than exercising, I read. I try to mm-hmm. read. I love to read. Although when I was exhausted or when I overworked and I was tired, even the zeal to read left me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm finding yeah. again, I read a lot. I also do a lot of reflection and writing. Okay. So I, I write uh, just a few things. I'm not a blogger. I don't write pages and pages, but just a few things here and there to express mm. what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, what I'm asking myself. Um, I love to cook as well. It's quite, um, it's just nice. I, <laughs> I, I love to cook and definitely love spending time with God. So I'm very spiritual. I'm very... Okay. I I take my work with God very seriously and it's something that I pursue with all my heart and it's mm-hmm. been something I've been pursuing for about eight years now. So wow. so it's it's it, on one hand I can't say I live alone, but on the other hand I can't say I'm not entirely alone. I do have mm. someone to talk to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and that keeps me sane, you know, that keeps me sane that um I have someone to to vent to, to complain to, to ask questions and, 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 you know, like just keep you curious about things. So I do that. So I, I, I read the Bible. I pray a lot. Just talk to God, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the difference between praying and, and dialoguing with him. So that, uh, that, that's, that's some of the things that I like to do and take walks in the evening. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm sure to uh, you know to quite a few people they 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 are spiritual like um they go to church and they they do pray, but I feel like you take it to a whole extra level because you speak about how you have you have dialogues right so you're yeah. not alone yeah. you're alone physically but you're not alone in a more spiritual realm so yeah. um by having a dialogue you say you literally actually have conversations with him yes. Oh, you want okay. to know more about Very, that? <laughs> well, uh, just just yeah. trying to learn about who you are because you yeah. know, some people, everyone, everyone can have belief in something, but yes. not everyone can embody that belief. Definitely. Um, yeah. So for me, it's a very. I always like to tell my friends that. I have an intimate walk with God. I, I, yeah. When someone asks me, "Are you a Christian?" or "Which church do you go to?" I feel like that's. I, I never understand that question, but I answer yeah, it by yeah. saying that I walk with God and I have an intimate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a very intimate person naturally. And yeah. how in my seeking him, I was seeking to know him when I was curious about things, when I felt like I needed to know him and how, and then about seven years ago, I had an encounter with God. So that's a whole different story it's a whole different story (laughs) but it's been an encounter after an encounter for the past um seven years but one of the things Mm. was like him um teaching me how to hear his voice teaching me how to speak with him revealing him revealing himself to me in different ways and raising me up in that so uh, so when I say I talk to God, we do talk. I hear him. We talk. He mm-hmm. speaks to me through different mediums, of course. But just the same way we are talking right now is the same way I get to talk to him. Um, so, okay. So it's 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 uh it, it it's the best thing because he he helps me figure things out. You know, like even the whole corona the the pandemic being at home how do i overcome this challenge uh how do i do this you know his wisdom his understanding his way of seeing things is very different from us ours and you'd find that most of the time we put ourselves first but he sees the whole picture and he's like no <laughs> uh here 
that is not how it is. This is what it means. Yeah. This is how you approach yeah. this. This is, don't say this at this time. Say it at this time. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. Way. So I, mm-hmm. I thrive in that wisdom and he has shown me to, 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 let me say, what can I say? Like not lead before he leads me. So I always mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. to do as he shows me to do, to speak as he shows me to speak. And, and and not that he doesn't allow me to to make mistakes. In fact, I say is if there is if there is a true definition of freedom, I say that I have found mm-hmm. freedom in him more than I found freedom elsewhere. He's more sometimes when we talk about God, we think that there are more restrictions there, but I feel that it's religion that restricts us, but not the relationship mm-hmm. with God that restricts us. There's so mm-hmm. much freedom in him because he really mm-hmm. wants you to know exactly who you are, what you have, the potential that you have, and you to exploit fullest. In fact, we are the ones who limit ourselves. He looks at okay. you and he sees, um, you are a child of God. What do you think that means? <laughs> mm. Wow. That you can do more than you think you can do. But then we think, yeah. no, uh, we are not perfect. But he says, you can be perfect. In fact, he's, in the Bible, he says, be perfect. Meaning it's an instruction. Yes. He wouldn't tell you to be something if it was not possible. Because he knows yeah. that it is possible to do all that in him and through him. So it's, it's been interesting um, finding out my identity in him, who I am, why I am here, mm-hmm. and just... And he knows I love clarity. Like, what is what what is coming next? <laughs> what does this mean? And all that. And it's it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Memo, I've, I I really love you know. It's I think it's also incredible when people have such strong beliefs in things and they stick to them. Yeah. Um, and you know because it's very important to have those beliefs and especially you know to have something that you really really believe in, especially in times like yeah. this when it's very. It's very, it's very easy to to fail. Yes. Um. And so on, just sort of moving towards uh, that. Um. So, what do you feel has been the biggest failure for you in the last year, and why do you think this has happened? <laughs> wow, the last year. Uh, I honestly, I usually find that question very. I. It's hard to say. It's meant to be hard. Yeah, it's, it's meant hard. to be hard, by the way. <laughs> I rarely count or see things as failure. I don't know, maybe disappointments, yeah. and but I always embrace them as part of the process. Um, yeah. Yes, I do get disappointed, but I wouldn't say that I I have moments where I say, oh, this was such a failure, or I failed in this. Yeah. Um, but last year, I can't really think of something last year. Maybe this year, I can talk about something that mm-hmm. I really um, felt was a failure and that word failure or I have failed came to my mind and was in my mm-hmm. was um, something less serious maybe it sounds less serious to someone else but I tried uh, adopting a dog <laughs> so, uh, I think you told me about yeah. this one please let us hear this story <laughs> so the, this year I was so excited about getting a puppy and you know yeah. new beginnings and new chapter in my life and all that 2020, you know, Woo! 20 things, the new, I just moved to a new place and I thought, yes, I can do this. I've always wanted this. And uh, so I invested in her. I got everything that I needed to, to get for the puppy. I the YouTube videos you can imagine about how to potty train, crate training, everything. Huh. 
until mm-hmm. she came. <laughs> so, and then the real work began. So I named her Genesis because um, she she signified a new beginning in my life. So she came in when she was about eight, seven weeks old or eight weeks old. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she came in that day and, and I was so excited. And I used to have an inherent fear of dogs. I don't know why I had put it aside. Yeah. So I, the first night, so she came, I was like, oh, a bit <laughs> hesitant with her, a bit not really welcoming her, and I think she could feel it. But that night was the hardest night of my life. I could not sleep. She didn't want yeah. to sleep yeah. bed. She didn't want to do to be far from me. She wanted to be on my face <laughs> the whole time. We ended up sleeping in the same of my bed near my face, but I could not sleep. I think that fear mm-hmm. really took a grip, uh, and I just I, I couldn't do it. I remember having conversations with myself, and I was telling God, I, I can't. Do, I don't know why I am not able to do this. I rarely am always mm-hmm. able to figure something out and always do. It. So, so failing yeah. at something has never been my portion. Let me say that I mm-hmm, really mm-hmm, did my best. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get it. So the next day, honestly, I returned her and I said, "Let me okay. give myself a week to regroup, <laughs> to regroup <laughs> and think about this, and and think about this." And then after a week, I I, I really um motivated myself encouraged myself and, and I went back and I got her and and at least by the time I was taking her back the fear of dogs had actually left me this the other mm-hmm. question was why can't I do this so I, I brought yeah. her back during the day always well she she sleeps at my feet we are good friends and everything the night comes fill me oh my gosh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the same thing happens <laughs> I remember calling my friends. I remember calling Moline. I remember calling Vincent and telling them, "How do you, how do you discipline her to sleep on her bed? How do you, how are you, how, do you, yeah. Yeah. how can you be firm with such a cute thing like this?" <laughs> so, um, I, I think I cried, Sylvie. I cried. I cried because I thought, "How can I fail? How can I, how can it feel this impossible? How is that possible yeah, unless?" Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was such a strong feeling in my heart and in me. I felt like it wasn't that it was not impossible. Maybe she was not meant to be at this time. Maybe I wasn't at yet. this time. At this exactly. time, maybe it wasn't time yet, or I wasn't ready yet. Because it's, I don't think something can be that impossible. <laughs> Other people are doing it. Yeah. I watch videos and it's like, yeah, it just takes a few days. But why was it so hard for me? I couldn't understand it. So I thought maybe. Maybe she has finished her purpose. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, so I took her back and uh, <clears throat> luckily a former classmate of mine um, adopted her and uh, yeah, uh, she found a good home. But I still miss her a lot. She taught me a lot. Um, but that, that, yeah. in that moment, I felt like I failed at something. Yeah, well, you know, as you said, maybe not look at it as a failure. It just wasn't for yeah. you at that moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I know you've told me before that you want to have a family and children um, someday, soon. I think. Um, so, 
um yeah maybe that was a nice a nice sort of mental Jones. preparation for yeah. you to be like this is this is real this is what it's going to take plus no definitely you know? i think it, that, that that makes a lot of sense because um what i like to do after such an incident is like sit with god and ask him what what lesson was what was that about what did you want me to learn what should i understand about this and say that mm-hmm. um soon you have a family and i wanted you to know that your space will no longer be your space that how you like things to be for yourself will will change and <laughs> you will share it with other people they will demand your attention that much and and yeah. for a long yeah, time right. i have been by myself and i do love my space still be and i think he was trying to mm. jolt me out of it like <laughs> yeah and it's not going to be like Definitely. on and off it's going to be in uh, in the long a long run so wake up to it yeah. and be aware and know that um your space will no longer be yours alone and your attention will be completely divided how are you going to deal okay. with that yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, these are very serious things you have to start asking yeah. yourself and um a lot of people say that you know before you plan to have kids get a get a dog, get a puppy. <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice yeah. segue, right? It's a nice yeah. segue into having a family. Um but I just want to um you know just speaking of 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 challenges and the fact that this was a a, a very big learning point for you, not a failure. Um what how like what is what are the biggest things you are curious about and why um and do your do your failures tend to fuel the things that you are interested in do they tend to motivate you to then go forward and be like you know what this was a failure but i'm so curious about it and i want to research mm-hmm. more i want to learn more about it and i want to overcome uh-huh, it ah that's a good question sylvie i find that the things i'm curious about are fueled by the things that I am interested in the things that I love, the things that pick my yeah. interest, pick my brain. Um, mm-hmm. So, first of all, I'm always curious about God, and because I feel yeah. so, for me, I'm curious about people. I love everything people. I love. I, I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out the mechanics of people and myself. And mm-hmm. since I believe in God, I always find that hey, you have those answers. So um so what is, what is going on why why do people do certain things why do they do them the way they do them why do certain things go so wrong and i usually find yeah. myself really drawn into matters of conflicts really drawn into matters of genocide and trying to understand what really went on why would anyone wake up each morning and and do it again and again for a hundred days you know like those are the kind of things that I, I i you know baffled me i i wonder about things like for former child soldiers when when they talk rehabilitating wow. them is it that they just go back into a normal school is there a special curriculum for them can i do something in line with that what really goes on in their psychology how do you love that child um in a way that is unique to them that brings them out of the darkness that they've been um how do you i don't know i i it's it's many things so it's about conflict it's about children 
it's about people building them up you know um yeah. just understanding them how can we be better how can we do better how can we live better so it's mostly around people <laughs> and in different scenarios but most of the time i find that issues of conflict and war and children peace building also really pick my curiosity wow okay peacekeeping so am i going to see you working <laughs> in the un someday maybe yeah huh? it's a dream but uh it's your specifically perfect that brings me to my next question to you so what is your dream job right what is your dream job you are just you're just you're doing this so naturally for me i'm not even having to think this is just going so well oh, uh, so wow. now you've spoken about peacekeeping and and um and child soldiers and the trauma that they go through so I mean what what is your dream job is this something is there, are you going are you mm-hmm. onto something here please do tell uh I wouldn't say that they I have a one title to it to that dream job and to be honest I feel like I'm already in need of pursuing it because it, it's all about I'm all about people anything people have have to be at the heart of the the job that I'll be doing so whether it's building people in whichever way it comes whether mm-hmm. it's human centered mm-hmm. problem solving whether it's diplomacy or governance and leadership those are some of the things that I are really I, I love and I would love to get into on a deeper level or on a, at a higher level and I have started towards that journey but also the other thing is I'm very passionate about children vulnerable children disadvantaged children and i wonder what more can i do um i think about mm-hmm. coming up with learning pro- programs that are very specific to children who've been in post uh, post conflict areas um i think about mm-hmm. very unique shelters that are also learning and development centers different from what we see different from what goes is there I just I I don't know how it's going to be but that's that's one thing that is very close to my heart and I would really do that one day. Yeah. Okay. So if you had say uh an extra uh 1 million dollars in your in your <laughs> arsenal how would you spend it and why would it go towards some of the the the, the things that mm-hmm. you are passionate about? Um not immediately it would go to investments mm-hmm. for now um really okay. big on that okay. i would probably uh, put it into some investment or shares or something let it double let it um add up because i think i'm not yet in that place where i'm i'm ready yet to start uh building towards those projects it's more of ideation process and really staying really understanding what it is that i want to to do so and i don't think that money mm-hmm. would be enough yet so probably investing it let it build up and let it grow <laughs> and then reinvest it and then have it ready and available when when it's now time to hit the ground running i would invest yeah okay okay well i mean it's i i i am learning very new things <laughs> about you that we've we've never spoken about outside yeah. of this podcast um but honestly i i i really have enjoyed you sharing with me um and taking your time to share with me i know it's <laughs> early in the morning and you have a long day yeah. ahead but it's a friday yeah. so thank god it's a friday um so with that said um thank you thank you linda <laughs> memo 
for joining me, for gracing us with your presence and for giving us a little piece of who you are. I really appreciate it and I can't wait to have you. Thank you so much, Toby. This was more fun than I anticipated. I wish we could continue. (laughs) But thank you. Well, let's make it. Let's make it. Definitely, I would. I would love that, and we can talk about different things. But um, thank you so much, and um, looking forward to to more. Yeah.